Hello everyone and welcome to the sixth episode of the Connectivity Podcast. In this episode I'm extremely happy to welcome back Sabine Sitterly from Akamai. Where we left last time we will continue that discussion here so welcome again Sabine. There are a couple of events next year that's going to come, you know, the Olympics and, and some other events, you know. Are you in Akamai preparing for that in some way or, or or do you feel if we don't allow audience to come, you know, it might be streaming records every day? Is there anything you think about there? Yeah, unfortunately, we don't have uh, um, a crystal ball, so we don't know yet actually what is really will, will happen, right? If then there's also a shift in, in, in traffic uh, um, pattern, patterns, what we have seen earlier in, in, in the year, right? And it's not only the Olympics, um, it's also WAVE uh, 2021 and then also beyond. Uh, we also don't know what's the impact of the pandemic for for a little while, but certainly, yes, that's what the internet ecosystem and then also Akamai has to um, prepare for. I mean, we had been already preparing for it uh, in, in, in the past. And um, again, this is also something which I think we are in a lucky position that uh, we were able to handle that uh, general traffic increase because we're always trying to prepare and, and work with, with the customers, with the OTT players, with, with our network um, partners and, uh, and vendors to, to give that um, transparency. So actually we put a lot of efforts into um, capacity um, and, and our general planning um, across the internet uh, eco um, system. I think um, it also has certainly, um, how shall I say, it's not only the online events, it's also there's a shift in in, in gaming and, and software downloads. The longer we work remotely, the longer um, we have the, the pandemic um, impact, which is then certainly also driving impacts which we haven't seen before. So, for example, we have seen doubling in malicious internet traffic um, as remote uh, world bad actors uh, boom boom too. So, actually, we have seen that um, cyber attacks have an enormous increase um, quarter quarter over quarter, and this is all what what we are continuously uh, preparing for. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you on that, and especially the DDoS attacks, we've seen them dramatically increase with the surge of COVID traffic as well. And I think that brings us very nicely into the next topic. And and I know you're passionately talking about the internet as an ecosystem. It's not individual players really that is behind the internet. It needs to be an ecosystem there. Can you explain a bit more what when you say that? What do you think? Um, correct. Everything in life is an ecosystem. Um, depends on on how you define it for for yourself, but. It's it already starts in your own um, pr- private ecosystem, your friends, family, at work with your team, organization, company, vendors, customers, network partners. It's very important to follow your, your ethics and uh, integrity um, and that we are also um, fair, open and um, transparent. I mean, we all have businesses uh, to, to run, um, Telesonera, Akamai, others, uh, other OTT players, etc. But uh, we need to have uh, mutual uh, uh, respect and uh, the um, whole ecosystem wouldn't be there if we fail. 
um, it, it would fail if we disrespect um, each, each other. So actually, we need to find solutions. Do you, do you feel we have that? Is, is the respect there all the time? Because I know for many, many years, everyone said content is king and, and, and the content guys can do whatever they want with the rest of us. Do you feel that respect is coming or, or do we even have it here now? That's almost like um, diversity and, and, and inclusion. And you also asked earlier about uh, um, if I feel that we have enough role, role models. Um, I think that it's still very um, individual and then also depending on the company's um, ethics and, and values. And I think that's where we can do more because it's, it's the whole um, internet industry who needs to um, stand up to, to have certain um, values, um, to, to be transparent, um, that we are adaptable um, for and being prepared for an agile, ever-shifting um, traffic uh, landscape to generate a great uh, user experience. Do you think COVID-19 has changed anything in this ecosystem? Has companies been more aware of the importance of the ecosystem than they were before? Absolutely. I think the first step, what companies um, who are... I almost would say are in the construction business in the internet uh, ecosystem have uh, recognized that yes, we live in a global world, but the global world can also um, break break down um, in, in a scenario of uh, pandemic um, situation where, for example, supply chains might be not as robust as they had been uh, before. And this is where we rely on each other, where we rely on transparency, where we rely on being creative and figuring out new ways on how we can work together. I mean, the other example which comes into, into my mind where the European Commission um, basically asked the OTT players um, to reduce their um, download speed um, in, in, in the system and where we also have been working and engaging across the internet industry to work with network partners, to work with customers, to work with um, integrators on how we best can, can solve through that uh, challenge. Actually, I find, I mean, it's almost sad that a pandemic had to come across to basically push people um, to, to work uh, closer together. But sometimes these kind of events, sadly, maybe need to happen in order to work um, better together. I mean, coming back to, to future of work, another example, just to cross the, the bridge, is that I also feel that uh, from a working perspective, many people say, well, now I'm working from home and I feel more distance. Actually, I feel more closer to, to, to my team and also have a closer co connection to my colleagues in, in, in the headquarters because now everything is is online. Everyone is, is is on video. It's not a group of people meeting just in a room and then other people are being being um, dialed in. And that's also happening. Everyone is in the same situation now with, uh, with the pandemic impact. You talk sometimes about the internet and the way it's built. Do you feel the internet is properly built from an infrastructure point of view? Is sort of, do we have the right building blocks for the internet to work or should we build it in some different ways? I think that the question should be rather how we can make it a better internet uh, experience. I mean, yeah, we can't really change on how the internet <laughs> is built in the past, right? So we only have to influence what can happen in, in, in the future. And uh, Matthias, I think I read that you're with Telios and Era since uh, 1996. Yep. Um, yeah, and just a year before, 
um, the World Wide Web inventor Sir Tim Berners-Lee put out a challenge at the MIT. What ways are there for potential congestions at the World Wide Web? And actually, um, users, internet users, became familiar later on with the worldwide weight in um, quotas, right? Mm -hmm. And I think what uh, Tim Berners-Lee didn't really foresee was that posing that problem um, in an acad academic setting would ultimately result in a commercial service that has revolutionized um, the, the internet. So actually our CEO, Dr. Tom Layton, who um, is MIT professor at applied uh, mathematics, was fascinated uh, by, by the challenge. And uh, he um, assembled very quickly a team um, to, to, together. Um, it's actually um, how Akamai started um, with um, uh, an algorithm. And the World Wide Web also had opened room for um, other challenges, not only um, congestion, but also security um, threats. And um, we um, investing a lot capacity of our platform in combination with uh, unparalleled uh, security intelligence and machine learning algorithm that has enabled um, us to defend many of the world's most important enterprises against the largest um, cyber um, attacks. And then we also have new technologies uh, coming, coming online like uh, 5G, um, Internet um, of, of Things, which um, on one side is um, opening um, a wide range of potential of new um, opportunities um, as well. So when when we talk about a better internet in the future, what what do you see there? You know, is it? Uh, I guess security is an extremely important thing for the internet to survive. So when we talk about a better internet, what do you see there? You know, what do we need to change from today's to have a better internet tomorrow? A better internet, um, as we talked before, I think uh, one of the the concerns we need to to uh, work through and address is uh, getting good performance for um, content um, on, on, on the web and uh, then really have the right architecture to solve through bottlenecks and congestion overload um, of, of servers. Um, and uh, the bottlenecks are not only between um, networks, it's also about um, how to manage um, the load of content, how to manage the load of um, security. Um, attacks. That's why um, I think it's really important to have a highly distributed uh, uh, platform where if the end user uh, requests a piece of content, they get sent to a server closer to where they um, are. Um, this requires a really good understanding of the internet performance in real time. And uh, at the same time, getting content to users by utilizing what's the best path across the um, internet. And uh, machine learning and technologies like that help to figure out um, the structure of um, the, the internet. No, I think, you're, I think you're right there. It's going to be very interesting to see what the next couple of years have with the, this artificial intelligence and machine learning. I think there's a lot of things. And of course, we all fight security every day and, and do that. One topic we haven't touched on is, of course, sustainability. There's a lot of discussion in the world around, you know, energy consumption and all that stuff and that the public internet is the biggest ener energy thief in the world and so on. Uh, do you in Akamai talk about this as well? 
Of course. I mean, sustainability is um, super, super important uh, because more data means more power. And if not properly managed, then can have a significant impact on our um, environment. And now even more with uh, businesses, uh, life and industries uh, moving, moving online. I mean, we do have... Uh, a mission for that. Uh, we believe it's our responsibility to help create not only a digital digital experience um, that are fast, smart, and secure, um, but we also need to care for the larger environment. This is why we are making sustainable business decisions that uh, benefit um, not only our customers but also our communities as well as the future of um, of the industry. So um, we have set goals for reducing um, energy intensity across across the platform. We are actively investing in uh, renewable energy projects around the world. We also have um, goals to reduce and manage our greenhouse gas output. And we are also responsibly managing our uh, e-waste. Oh, that's great. That's, that's really good. Do you have any tips for, for the rest of us? Where should people start? You know, Are there any easy goals to achieve because i guess the overall energy consumption is difficult to change but are there any low hanging fruits uh, that we can that we can do you know think about it all depends with uh, becoming more um, aware i mean are you aware um, as 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 a company or as as a hold, household uh, what is your energy um, consumption and what what can you actually do to to influence to um, reduce it, right? When we go back to um, the internet industry and then also to Akamai, uh, one of our main goals is really to work on the platform um, efficiency. So we had committed that we are reducing 30% our uh, network uh, energy um, per per capacity, and um, actually uh, we had made uh, immense progress on that. Um, I mean, to give you an example, Matthias, since 2015 we grew our platform capacity by almost 200 percent, while only increasing our net power usage by nine percent. Um, wow. That's fantastic! And I guess you you guys are in 4,000 different locations, so of course for you you can have a big impact even on the smaller locations and markets where you are. So I think that's that's great that you have this. You're taking this active role in, in bringing down the energy consumption in the world. I know you sometimes you talked about operational excellence and so on. When I say that word, what, what do you find behind that word? You know, is that everything we do or, or parts of what we do or what does it say to you? Operational um, excellence actually plays um, a big role um, not only in my world, but also in Akamai in general. And I also think that it should play a big role um, across um, several um, indus industries. Um, in my case, as I'm responsible for building and maintaining the Akamai Intelligent Platform, it's almost like being in, in, in the plumbing business, uh, we need to run very effective and efficient processes in order to keep keep up with the um, yeah, competitive environment uh, to give the best customer experience um, and then also the best uh, partner experience um, across the internet um, ecosystem. So we need to stay um, agile and there's always uh, 
more requests uh, uh, coming in. And um, this is also a testimony that we were able to, to deliver 167 terabits earlier in, in the year, uh, while we have been growing to over 300,000 servers in 4,000 locations and 1,500 uh, uh, network partners. So there's immense room on how we can work in a more efficient uh, way to optimize the, the processes. Um, but then the other positive impact of operational excellence um, has a big impact also on um, us, on, on, on the people that uh, we are trying to um, automate day-to-day -day, um, processes and, and tasks so that uh, employees can also take on more, more interesting work, which is super important for people to, 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 to be happy at, at work and contribute at their best and, and also um, work on um, having a career path across the um, organizations. Yeah, no, excellent. I, I like that. And I think this leads us into the final question, really. And, and this is really about the future, you know. Do you think we will go back to work like we did in the old days? Or will, will there be a combination of work from home in the office? Or what's your view there, you know? What, what is the Akamai view of this? Um, at Akamai, uh, right now, most of the people, most of the employees' leadership is, is working uh, re remotely. And um, we just have um, um, extended um, that, uh, um, that, for example, offices will remain closed until um, end, of, end of March. First, it was end of the year. Now it's end of, of March. We also have sub as a continued to suspend uh, business travel. A big benefit, even if the offices uh, would open, the employees can still uh, decide to uh, continue to work remotely until end of June 2021. And uh, we are also launching a major project, which is called the Future of, of Work, where we partner with um, a consultancy uh, company um, to get guidance on uh, what, what's the best way for, for um, the employees. I mean, certainly we also want to hear from the um, employees um, where are the pain points, where they envision the future, future of, of work. I mean, there's people who thought they like to go to the office, but also now learned that there's immense benefits um, working working from home, right? Maybe to have more more time for for the family, maybe to have some more for, uh, flexibility. There's uh, some some employees who like to really go back to uh, work, and um, actually at Akamai we are trying to find a solution which covers um, as many possibilities as possible. No, I think that's super interesting, and I think every every company is in the same situation right now, trying to figure out, you know. How do we stay uh, where we are in some way and how do we get people back to the office? And then the perfect combination of that is, is probably going to be the best in the future. So, no. so I think that's kind of ending this whole thing. I'm super happy. I think you, you gave us a very interesting insight in a lot of things here. So thank you very much, Sabine, for, for joining our podcast and all the best in the future and, and hope we all stay safe. Thank you, Matthias. Uh, stay healthy and uh, yeah, let's stay safe. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye, Matthias. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We will soon be back with a new guest. So please follow us on Twitter, ConnectivityPod, for updates. Stay tuned. Until next time.